audio. Sweet lemon suckers and cotton candy jump out of the glass for me. Do they? Hey, everybody. This is super sweet. It's Rob and Mark. It's Whiskey at Work. And Rob just ruined the entire podcast. We're done. We don't even have to continue anymore. <laughs> we can be completely finished at this point, everybody. This microphone, I can't hear myself. Really? Can you, you hear can, me? You can t- I can hear you just fine. You can turn it up there on the little one next to you. Well, no, I little... can hear you. Oh. I just couldn't hear my own voice. Oh, really? That's all right, probably. But it isn't well. You're, <laughs> you're going to mute me for half of it anyway. So You uh... hear enough. Uh, so we didn't do one of these last week because uh, I was on some, the road. Some dick was on vacation. So watching the but you know state what? of Minnesota get their teeth oh, kicked in. It's always. Did you see the? Yeah, you saw the quote. My kid. God, it was the funniest thing. <laughs> we were sitting. That at the, was the most awesome response. <laughs> and it was. You know, he's he's not he's not a huge sports fan, but he likes to go to the games. He really enjoys. Yeah, I could baseball tell by more all than the anything. Food that he was shoveling in his. Oh head. my god. Football, he's he's okay with. Baseball, he really likes to go and watch. So this was Jesus, the this was the second nerd. day. The Vikings had lost their home opener just in a, in a horrible fashion, of course, oh to a terrible God. football team. Hey, the Bucks are two and zero now. They are when well, they shouldn't be, but they are. Baker Mayfield, maybe you're going to make him an All Star. The wild card. Um, so the next night, we're like, well, let's go. We're going to go to a Twins game. Um, there was seven people there, I think, at the most. Twins are first in their division. Nobody from Minnesota goes to their baseball games. I, I just don't understand it. But it was just a beautiful it's night, too. Season now. It's... And I think that's that plays a lot into it, right? This is really good. So we're sitting there, and uh, the Twins are down 7-2. to two. They kind of rally a little bit, make it 7-4. to four. And in the bottom of the ninth, they actually had the tying run come to the plate, right? Well, strikes out. <laughs> so my kid sits there and just, the course. just perfectly, perfect timing says, well, it's not a Minnesota sport if you don't leave wishing you had never come. <laughs> I was laughing so hard I could hardly get out of my seat. I'm like, man, you nailed it. It was perfect. That, that was pretty good. <laughs> I was. I mean, it would have been amazing to like hear it in person, but yeah. even reading it in text form was. <laughs> well, it was so. It was just so. You know that, just that unbelievable sense that you get sometimes when just nothing is working out for right. you, and how you say certain things. That's how it came out. Um, That's like you know, watching my Steelers, and they they actually won a game last night. But oh, they played last night. Yeah. Okay. But, but it's like I'm watching it, and I'm like. There is still so much wrong with this team. <laughs> and they're winning, and the defense is playing pretty well. Scored two touchdowns more than the offense wow. so far this All year. All right, that's good. When I'm just watching it, I'm just like, you know, I'm not, you, you know, I get it as a Minnesota mm-hmm. fan. You're just. Do you, though? You're, you're just, Do you? You're just veiled in depression right. and desolation. All know? the time. But as a Steeler fan, it's hard because we've had so much success <laughs> over, over my lifetime. Yeah. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, I can't be the only one that thinks that this offense sucks. Like there's there's a guy on the team that's getting paid millions of dollars to have this offense be be better. <laughs> Does he think it's working? I, Rob, I know. I mean, I know. Like, oh my All right? god! Everything you feel, I've suffered yeah, tenfold. I know. You've lived through it. And I get it. And I, I feel for you, poor 
It's always it's always interesting to listen fans, to people but... like Patriots fans and Steelers fans and Broncos fans go on and on about our team. I can't believe it's all sucks. Everything. I'm like, just shut up. <laughs> all right, you Patriots fans and Steelers fans sitting on twelve Super Bowls apiece. Or, I mean, yeah. combined, Broncos have three. Just shut up. I don't want to hear it. All right. Well, you know, anyway. there's a reason that the Vikings color is purple. Because if you choked for 50 years, you'd be okay. purple. <laughs> Real funny, Rob. Real funny. Anyway, when I went to Minnesota, one thing I noticed, though, that I, I, I haven't noticed from any of my other friends that travel, when I go to a liquor store, I will um, I will send back text messages to friends in, in whiskey and say, hey, is there anything I could get for you? I don't get that in return when a lot of my friends travel anywhere, and I'm just I'm just making the observation. Well, because okay? I haven't. First of all, I haven't been out of state to find anything unique. Well, the thing that they had at the Brookings liquor store is the same stuff we have here. <laughs> no, they get some cool stuff. Apparently, well, you, you yeah, ended but that's up finding a, some good bottles. Well, that's because I, I just know I'm somebody, not, and I'm not going to dry. I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, I, I texted you. I texted Gabe. Because I came across a whole bunch of compass box in oh, a place. Did you get right? something? Uh, he said he didn't. He said he was full on compass box, didn't need anything else. And they didn't really have anything else in the way of scotch. I didn't bother texting like Dan or anybody like that because, <laughs> I mean, they'll oh. be able to get stuff before I can any, anyway. Um, but anyway, just wanted to just wanted to throw that out there. <clears throat> yeah, Dan apparently was down in uh, Texas. Is that where he was? He was down in Austin over the weekend, and he came back with some pretty nice bottles, actually. Ooh. Well, we were going to have him on the podcast today, but he did have, he had to actually work. Yeah, he, I so think he, he was feeling a little jet laggy, maybe. Oh, I get that. I mean, from any traveling, of course. Yeah, he said he always feels a little off when uh, when he gets off a plane, so. Okay. Um, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not sad, really. I mean, it's disappointing that he can't be here to, to hang out with us, but he did uh, set you up with a he bottle did. of what we are drinking right now, which... And it's is really good. Is as far as you're concerned, is pretty damn exciting, right? Yeah. Even even though this is a rye, even though it's a rye, yeah. This is the Jack Daniels twice barreled special rye. reserve yep. Tennessee rye Their heritage series heritage barrel, yeah. And it looks like Guinness. It, I, I seriously, <laughs> it looks like maple syrup. I was it was sitting on the counter, and I thought, I thought, God, that's almost black. It's like an Eric Church mm-hmm. single barrel. I think I thought the bottle they had done something to the bottle that made it. It is, it's almost the, opaque. Like yeah. you can't see the other side of the bottle. No, the, it's it's the liquid. It's literally and even holding up to the light, coming through a window. It is almost hard. I mean, I've yeah. I've never seen a Jack Daniels. You can see the like, color in that. There's a shadow of the label coming through it, but like compared to the one that you've got next to it. I mean, I can read the label through it. Right, exactly. This you one, can't. You, 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 can, you can't even hardly tell that there is a label if you're looking at it through, you know, the front and the back of it. Now, this is, uh, like you said, this is their heritage barrel, right? Um, this is uh, 70% rye, 18% corn, 12% malted barley. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's it's a straight-up rye whiskey. I mean, they didn't, they didn't yeah. hint at this. It's all in. What makes it unique is it's five and a half years in their first fill barrel, and then it's two and a half years in its second fill toasted oak barrel. And I think that's where all of that darkness is coming from, yeah, it's is that two and a half else. years. Um, but you, uh, you you tried it 
already? I haven't tried it yet. I'm I've just really enjoying it. the smell. I, well, yeah, I mean. Are we going to start liking rye? This is going to be weird if we do. Well, I, I'll tell you what. I like jack rye, but I think I think that has more to do with the, I think it's more with the filtration through the sugar maple charcoal than anything else. I think it that just smooths it so much more. Now, unlike you, I put in about a small cap full of water in it right away. It doesn't taste like rye. It does not taste like a rye whiskey. It's got just a hint of spicy pepper on the finish, on the tongue, even. Right. But it's really sweet. It's way sweeter than any rye I've ever had. And it's really good. I can't believe how good this is. So this is this is one of those that's it's going to be kind of hard to find, right? I've already seen it secondary for four hundred bucks a bottle. Yeah, I didn't pay that. <laughs> Timmins is 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 a lot better to me. Yeah, than a little bit better, market. sure. Um, but it is, but it is going to be. Um, yeah, this will be. I mean, this almost feels like an allocated bottle from Jack. It, it, I think it is. I mean, it's a very limited release. Um, they they've had this heritage barrel series at least since 2019 which i ended up with a partial bottle of that i wish i'd have known it was a thing in 2019 because mm-hmm. that might be the best whiskey that i've had so it's it's their heritage is it's not just rye they're doing just regular jack yeah, and yeah so and... last year they did the twice barreled but it was the the single the malt, single malt, yeah. right or mm-hmm. they aged it blah, 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 and then finished in the Oloroso right. ch- sherry casks. But that first one was just a single barrel, and I've got a part of it bottled at home, but it 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 might have been the best whiskey that I've had. Well, you might have to bring that up then. I, I don't should remember. I don't remember trying that at all. I will do that because it is really good. So I suppose if, uh, if you're hearing this podcast and you want to try this, you might have to either know a fella. Or yeah. make your way down to the Windsor, possibly. I'm, I would assume I that would maybe ass- Justin's going to get a bottle. I would assume that some of this is going to be hitting shelves or allocations more likely mm-hmm. in the very near future. Because I think out here in western South Dakota, it's just getting distributed now. Okay. So it's not, you know, it's not been like it's been hidden away somewhere. It's just coming out now. I just saw, uh, speaking of stuff that's not coming to South Dakota, I saw a post on Dakota Whiskey Territory where they mentioned that uh, some people are disappointed that the Maker's Mark seller um, is not going to be making its way to South Dakota, and a lot of people are super upset about it. Uh, um, It has to do with one of the distributors that's not going to bring it into South Dakota, I believe. Well, that um, seems silly. It does seem silly. Is it an allocate? I'm not familiar. I don't think so. It's, um, It's the seller, Maker's Mark seller... Dweller, so I don't know. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Something like that that a lot of people were excited for, and it's not going to make its way in here. Which, uh, when we talked to, you know, we had that great conversation with um, Sheila from from Sazerac, yep. a couple of po- well, last podcast. If you haven't listened to that, you should. It was it was great talking to her, and, and it was fun to get that kind of inside scoop on how this stuff works and how it makes its way out here. Uh, how South Dakota is one of the first states to get you know the India whiskey that you can now try well i don't think we're one of the first states i think well it's just the one that... in south dakota it's the first time it's, it's in indian first, whiskey has yes, been in south dakota time it's been here but i think indian whiskey sure is, is you it know, might have hit the coast i don't know yeah pro- <laughs> <laughs> certainly it's, it's in another store not here sure um okay uh Ru- oh, I, I got rusted by one of his uh 
band buddies a, a, a bottle of the Paul John they had some, really yeah he was he was the Scotch guy yeah is it, is it Trevor I think so yes is he the, the one that smokes the baloney <laughs> no it's a real that's a real I, thing I, folks I, it's real smoked he takes baloney and he puts I, it on I, a smoker I don't want to answer that <laughs> it's not really my no place to say sure, what he right, does right. with his baloney <laughs> but yes he is the gentleman that smokes the <laughs> Jesus, I can't even say. Sorry, it without he does smoke. He does smoke he the baloney. Does, it is meat. Yes. Maybe we should pair that with his smoked baloney because we keep talking about having him on to do that. We should. We should. We absolutely we should do that. Should be a part of it. Anyway, he bought a bottle of the Paul John. I think it was the Bold that he. Found. Okay, the Brilliance and the Bold were the two best. I think they were yeah, hands down the that, two best. That was the PD one, right? Bold. Yep. yep. Yeah. I even you, a, you and I both I, even I like did that. Kind of like that one, yeah. Um, I had uh, a question I posed to you before we started this podcast, because so often when we're talking about whiskeys, we always talk about how overpriced some stuff can get, right? <coughs> and how it's silly that some of this is priced the way it is. And if you can find the right bottles at the right price, it's and, worth and it. You, and, you, and you also know how little I actually prepare for Yeah, I know. I, I totally understand that. Show. Even like, though that was like five hours ago yeah, when I asked I you to I've prepare for that. I've been thinking about it, too. <laughs> kind of, I even actually Googled some stuff because nothing really came to mind, but okay. Um, you know, speaking of like allocated and stuff hard to find really quick before I'll let you think a little bit longer on that. Yeah, that's going to help. I was so surprised when I was in Minnesota, I wanted to mention this earlier, about the Henry McKenna bottled and bond, the 10-year. It was at every liquor store I went to. Every single one had at least five bottles of it. And I really want somebody in the distribution world to explain that to me. Yeah, how it's allocated here and it's on the shelf. Yes, just everywhere. Like it was like bottles of Jack Daniels on the shelf. You could, and it was, you know, $42. Still, I thought that was a little spendy for it when the first time we bought it was like 26. Yeah. But but I get it. I mean, it's it's gone up well, because of the it's, popularity. You know, it's Minnesota taxes. And yeah, that's, that's like 9% <laughs> of those things. That's insane. Democrats. Um, anyway, that's, uh, I, I yeah, I wanted to, I, I just would like. a sales tax and a state income tax? I mean, I think come so. on, yeah. fellas, let's yeah. pick one. Hey, feeding the children, Rob. Um, okay. They're not my kids. So. <laughs> I don't I'm feeding the hell there's out of mine. The, there's the compassion. Oh, okay. Well, maybe mom and dad need to get up and go to work. So we talked about, we've always talked about overpriced whiskeys. And, you know, good whiskeys you can find at lower prices, too. Well, so that was the thing. When you posed this question, I was kind of wondering, like, what do you consider overpriced? Well, not necessarily overpriced, but whiskeys that are at a higher <laughs> price that are worth that higher price. That you're that you would look at it and be like, you know what, I get it, and I'm going to buy it, right? Even though I understand, okay. So my my perfect example of this, and it seems to be the answer I can give to a lot of these, is I am I am just fine paying a hundred and seventy dollars for Sinatra. Sinatra. I am I will do it any if I saw it on the shelf, I would do it, right? And I wouldn't be like, oh, that's just too much. No, it's <laughs> totally worth it, in my opinion. Right. I don't have any problem paying for that. So that's kind of the example right there. Okay? That's that's a good one. I didn't even really, I agree with you on that. I mean, I I would buy a bottle of Sinatra, I think, yeah, at that yeah. price point for right. sure. Because a lot of people will say, well, it's $120. I, you know, that's, that's ridiculous. How can a whiskey justify that? But a, there are some that can. You know, I think you can look at some of the old foresters. 
Um, you can look at uh, Elijah Craig, uh, the E.H. Taylors even, I think. Yeah, Some of like, those are pretty justified, don't you think? Well, I mean, the E.H. Taylors that I've bought. But even if you're paying $80. Yeah, that's, yeah, but, but, yeah that's, but to me, that's not overpriced, really. No. You know, it, there's, a fun, there's a line where it's, you know, I'm not paying secondary for just damn near anything. I just mm-hmm. refuse to play that game with with the guys that think that they're, and they're right. actually they're they're all they're all starting to not advertise to me anymore on my Facebook page because because <laughs> I'll they get on there and go be... oh you know the Jack Daniels twelve for six hundred bucks and I'll get on there and go well I got one at my house for five fifty give me a message you know I'm like <laughs> yeah no you, kidding you, can, you know if you want to pay that for it go ahead damn right but you know overpriced is is I I think can be subject to opinion mm-hmm. for sure the one that popped into my head immediately more than anything was the old forester birthday bourbon that was you know i think i bought one a couple years ago it was buck 60 which right. is a fair price yeah um, i mean it's it was expensive but oof it's good well and it's and it is and something. it's a rarity right? exactly i mean you can't but i don't think they they i don't think old forester makes it a rarity to make it a rarity, right? I mean, it's a, it's a special thing that comes out every year. Does that make sense? Yeah, what I'm but, saying? yeah, but I mean, they've gotten to the point where they're not distributing it at all. You've got to enter this lottery and get your name picked. Oh, and, see, I don't like that though. And go to you have to go pick it up in right. Kentucky. I mean, they won't ship it to you. They won't. I mean, it's oh, this Lord. whole thing. <laughs> Four Roses just did something recently that yeah. one of the guys on our um in our Dakota Whiskey Territory Facebook page, actually got picked. So they were Oh, leaving, really? They were leaving, what is today, too? They were leaving Thursday, I think, Yeah. go spend four days and pick it up. And I'm like, oh, that's an expensive bottle of whiskey. God, first no all, kidding. First of all, it's probably fairly expensive to begin with, and then you got a couple of plane tickets to- And the hotels and, and the dinners. Whatever, and the- or, you know, whatever, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, you know, there's not much of it out there. It's- and I mean, let's say that's your vacation. Let's say you were, you know, I mean that that's you just build it around there anyway, and right. that could be kind of a good time. So for me, I had to go. I had to go to Scotch. Uh, it's a higher price to begin with, generally, but I do think there are some that are definitely worth paying anywhere from fifty-five to a hundred dollars for. I'll do anything from Macallan, almost. I think the most I ever paid for a bottle of Macallan was two hundred dollars. And are, it was are it you, was worth every penny. Are are you paying the three hundred for that Macallan rare cask mm, again anytime boy. soon? Because that was good, but if I three hundo uh, was a this three fifty, it's still three fifty. Well, I we we yeah yeah I probably would. I mean, if if the the all the money just fell into my lap somehow, right? And and I, it was just completely disposable. Yes, I think I'd buy a bottle of scallops. Yes. Gives you the keys to her purse. You know, right. You'll go ahead and buy a $300 bottle of Macallan. If I can find her credit card, yes. <laughs> um, but there's also, there's a bottle of Glenfiddich, a uh, 22-year, 23-year that I'd like to get. It's about $200 a bottle, mm-hmm. which I also would pay for. Um, but yeah, there, I think- so, That's I think, only 100 bucks a decade. That's I know, that's, not, that's hardly anything, right? That's perfect. That's well, totally- This is eight years, it was 90 <laughs> Totally bucks. worth it. Uh yeah, uh, but it was, even when I posed this question to you to think about, and then I started to, to think about it a little bit too, 
it was hard. It really was kind of hard to come up with because there's just so many good bourbons right now that that are really fairly priced. Right. On the bourbon side, it's much more, I mean, that's reasonable until you hit secondary market. Yeah. You know, scotch, when you get to be that old, it's your price is going to jump a hell of a lot more than it right. is relative to bourbon for sure. And I'm almost, I've. it was fun when I was in Minnesota to go to a bunch of different liquor stores and kind of look around to see what they had. Um, but then standing at a couple, wishing I could find something that, you know, was hidden somewhere. I thought, I, why am I trying to do that? Why, why, why don't, why am I disappointed when I walk out and I didn't find a bottle of, you know, Weller or something that was tucked away? I'm mm. like, I, I'm 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 over that, I guess. I've kind of reached that too. I mean, if I see the bottle like that, Weller, E. H. Taylor, mm-hmm. Stag, Eagle Rare. I mean, the ones that people, you know, that are around here are generally allocated. I mean, I'm going to buy it, right? More often than not, unless it's silly priced. Mm-hmm. But you know, I keep going back to the ones that I'm going to drink all the time. I'm I'm. Not that I'm beyond the experimental stage, um, but there's so many of the bourbon enthusiasts that are constantly just on the search for the new thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if it wasn't for the show, there's probably a lot of things that I wouldn't buy to begin with either. Sure. But, you know, it's it's the I – can, I can go to the store and find a, a, a good bourbon – even maybe one that I haven't tried without have to, having to go on a quest. Right, right. yeah, you exactly. Know, you just walk in and it's like, oh, here's a Four Roses or here's a, you know, Thomas S. Moore or or a or even a Davies County mm-hmm. or, you know, that that isn't just the normal wild turkey Jack Daniels right. kind of situation, but it, but is, is good. It's tried and true and tested and I like it and... I'm tickled with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and I think what I'm turning to now more, and uh, I've noticed it, it seems like this this might be kind of a sneaky little trend that people are doing, is finding these um, store picks that they're doing. Like the stuff that Dan did out at Timmins, some of those were, I'd never heard of the Paragon or Southern mm-hmm, Star, right. and holy crap were they good, right? And so this this one that we may do next week is called W. It's it's um it's from 45th Parallel Distillery in Wisconsin, and it's uh, the, I was gonna say why is there a map of Minnesota yeah. on there from well, it's touching Minnesota it is, it is it is touching it is it's like cuddling if you look at it and it's you know it's it's, it's like cuddling it's, right in there if it's if it's empty it could be an M too I guess so um it's called Wisconsin Wheat and it was a liquor store uh, over the border in Wisconsin called the Cellars Wine and Spirits and this is their private barrel selection and the guy that was there let me try it before I bought it. And I I thought it was delicious. I'm like, maybe this is the hunt I want to start going on now. On the store pick stuff? Yes, because it seems like they're crushing it, right? You, you, I think you're getting something from people that understand whiskey better than I do that are making better choices. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because Dan, has I, I a, Dan not, hasn't missed. I'm not used to making better choices. No, of course not. That's, that's silly. That's, you know. But even Justin with his Buffalo Trace barrel that he picked. Yeah, that was super good. Good God. I'm not a super huge Buffalo right. Trace guy, but he found something. Yeah. And maybe I, that's the I, hunt. I think the trick is, first of all, if it's a store pick, 
I almost want to try it first because right. I'm super hesitant on the single barrel stuff because maybe your single barrel isn't the same one as the one I would pick, mm-hmm. right? You know, you run into that with Jack and you run into it with, I mean, I think with Bruner at Timmins, I think it's because our palates are pretty similar. Oh, absolutely. You know, so when when he picks a barrel, I'm fairly confident that I'm going to like it because I know that we're in the mm-hmm. same, we're on, we're on the same. Yeah, your palates match. Yeah. Um, but that isn't necessarily always the case. You know, right. when we tried the Jack Daniels single barrels at the Jack tasting during the rally in the beginning when we would have three or four or five different single barrels to pick from. And, and the, and Arnett at the time would, you'd go over how different they were and they really did change from super light and caramely to really dark, oaky, dry on the back of the throat mm-hmm. kind of whiskey and and you're sitting at the table and most of the people were kind of on that on they wanted that sweeter caramely vanilla banana stuff and there but there was always a handful of them that wanted that super dark oaky flavor right. and i just i mean so if you're picking that end of the spectrum you know at 50 60 80 dollars a pop I don't want a bottle of that because it'll sit there forever at my house. It won't get drank. It is nice if you can try it first. I mean, it seems like uh, a lot of of, uh, spirit stores, liquor stores, are allowing you to do that, too. You can if they do their own store picks, you can come in and get a little sample of it first, yeah, which that, I think is just makes great sense. That's a great investment on their part. Sure, to it is. Be able to do that and to help sell their product. Yeah, um, but I think that's 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 where I might start turning more of my attention to is just finding these these uh, store picks, um, as long as I can try them first, maybe, because you know I never would have bought this bottle that we'll hopefully do next week. Um, if I hadn't had a chance, a chance to taste it first, and I just I was I thought, wow, you guys nailed it. It's a it's a wheat, uh, it's a weeded whiskey, um, which so, I so Shaniqua will be up here for sure, <laughs> possibly if he wants to come on hey, up. Ahead. That reminds me, I noticed today that he messaged me on Facebook, and sorry Shaniqua, I am terrible at Facebook messaging stuff, but I'm gonna talk with Houston when this is over. Maybe we need to have him up to do something oh we could actually yeah absolutely have him up i i I, even now after reading it i don't really i didn't read it all that close but he was talking about some of these that he would be willing to bring up and and possibly share with us so absolutely i'll I'll share that with you okay off air here but we should reach out to you and you know him yeah i went to high school with him actually so we Mm -hmm. should maybe have him up here for one of these deals it might be kind of fun okay let's do it get get somebody else to listen to rather (laughs) rather than us look rob all right, rather than me, or that's, other than me. That's fair. Um, Jack Daniels, twice-barreled, heritage barrel rye. Uh, if you can find it, good luck. Yeah, if, if you can find it, do not walk past it. And if you want to want to try it, I'm, I'm assuming you'll be able to head down to Windsor Block, and Justin will be able to set you up. Well, I there. would think that they would get a bottle or mm-hmm. two... But you know, like you know, we've said this. We haven't. I can't hardly believe we haven't had anybody take us up on this deal, because it's true. If you are in the neighborhood of our office yeah. and you want to try something, first 
say you know reach out to us absolutely <laughs> maybe not on facebook messenger <laughs> since i'm so good about that but, just comment on our whiskey at work facebook page but yeah but you know say something because we're more than willing to give you a pour but the reason you should maybe reach out in advance is because a lot of this stuff when we pay for ourselves mm-hmm. and it doesn't always sit at the office right so, we take it home yeah absolutely but if you're but if you are coming and want to come try this on anything that we yeah anything that you've heard us talk about any of the yeah. podcasts that we've done and any of the stuff we've well, done i wouldn't i wouldn't go back to four years ago or anything because that's <clears> the bottle's probably gone but. well i don't know i think i might have some of those <laughs> you might I've, I've picked some that nobody liked so yeah, those are those are still sitting around <laughs> so those are in houston's shelf yeah i got those uh uh we He's might got a couple of them sitting on your desk right now yeah if you like. pretty soon we're gonna crack open that candy corn whiskey <laughs> i told rob i wouldn't make him drink it but i might have to make you drink i know it. if we might i might if i might make that as the bet whiskey so if you lose a bet to me that's what you have to drink how about that Can we make a bet right now? Let's make a bet about something. Okay. What do you want to bet? Nah, I bet that I don't like that. Yeah, okay. Corn well, <laughs> all right, you don't have to drink it because you win. <laughs> uh, also, coming up, and, Mountain and, West. And, and, you know, you're not the only one to blame in this deal. No, I'm not. No. There's, you're, there's somebody as else to blame. As much as I love Bruner for calling me today for this one, he's also on the shit list for the, Messaging crap, me. the crap that he gives to you. And that I absolutely love. I look. I get so giddy when you, he sends me those text messages. You, look what we got. Your face lit up. I swear to God, like you had just had a newborn child. I and love it so much. And you were razzing me. And you came in just so skipping into my office. I'm I'm picking up something tomorrow. I'm like I'm not going to be here tomorrow. And then that kind of brought you down a little. But yeah. Even so was... it's like. <laughs> I'm it gonna is... make you drink candy corn. I mean, it was just. Uh. I I love it. I just I love it. I love it all. I love all of that stuff. Just it makes me so giddy when I can finally get my hands on those. And I searched the whole time when I was in Minnesota for the um, peanut butter banana bacon whiskey, the Elvis. Nobody has that in Minnesota. Nothing. I got to get my hands on that though. That's that's my quest right now. I'll be down in Denver here in November, and then maybe back to Minnesota at the end of December. So I'm still gonna try to find it. Okay. Well, you do what you want to you do. You bet. We're, I'm excited that you'll well, get to try it. Fuck. <laughs> All right, Mountain West it Beer can't Fest. It be any worse than the other peanut butter and banana crap you've made me drink, so. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> MountainWestBeerFest.com. If, if Elvis isn't dead yet, he's going to be wishing he was. Probably. That's coming up November 11th. You can get your tickets at MountainWestBeerFest.com. And then uh, March Mountain 2nd. West, yes, Beer Fest. Well, I think right. it'll be a festival, too, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, I think Beer Fest, we can say. Whiskey, Whiskey Fest, Fest, we can't. We can't. Right? Although we just did. Um, yeah. Well. <laughs> that will be March 2nd. That's already on the books, too. Tickets, hopefully, for that will go on sale right around Thanksgiving. I would imagine we will have that up and ready to go probably shortly after Beer Fest is complete, mm-hmm. just because we had so much uh, call for it and requests for it for like Christmas presents. Yeah, and stuff, exactly. So. so just you know, plan on that as a good gift because yeah, it'll be. If there's a whiskey lover in your life. It'll be bigger and better again. Bigger, better, faster, stronger. It's like the $6 million man. Or the Daft Punk song. Uh, Anyway, Rob? I don't know Daft Punk, I guess, but maybe. 
Sometimes I'm sad for you. I know. I'm sure you are. Just You'll be sad for me when you <laughs> tap that candy corn whiskey next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquist, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Mm-hmm.